Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. You're like bebop scatting over here. <laughs> I'm putting down a beat. You know, we were so awesome. like sprinting to like get yeah, stuff done really. to be here. That yeah, I'm just like now you can just sit down and relax and yeah. Uh, we'll start over. Hello, Sorry. everybody. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> welcome to Are You Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, we're actually going to finally give our best of the year list. Some of them, yeah. Which uh, people have been asking for for a while. And we're going to do Taken 3. And you know what I think we're going to do, actually? Is I'm I'm, uh, going through my my top 10 list. Yeah. It turned out to be harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And uh, I actually almost have like a list of 20. Mine, Um, I did the same thing. So, yeah. Uh, I I have you know eleven through twenty, mm-hmm. which uh, I will give. I'm not going to give them in like an order. But when I actually make my best of the year list, I will just order the rest of them. Yeah. But for for purposes of being here on the show, I just have those. For well, a quick interjection. Just yeah. I didn't even get to tell you this. I literally just left. Um, I hate it when people say that, and I don't really mean it. I. Almost literally. Especially when just they left. emphasize it with literally. I know. I literally yeah. just died. You know, I, I nearly, literally just left the theater. So I have a 20-second instant reaction for something you already saw. I just saw Big Hero 6. Man, oh, that, man, cool. that was great. Cool. That, yeah. was, that was so much fun. It was a yeah. birthday party uh, screening, so it was first thing in right. the morning. And that was a lot of fun yeah. in a way that, that those types of films almost – we're so spoiled in a way now with things like the Pixar evolution, right, like right. how smart and fun things can be. And you just see a film now and you just assume, even if it's animated, like it's got to be kind of smart and edgy and clever and cunning and right. enjoyable. And this was all kinds of things. And, and it, if I remember right, you gave it like a nine, I think. Yeah. And and I easily, I mean, I'm riding right off it. Plus, I mean, I was at a birthday party and the kid really liked it. And I'm, you know, super close to this kid. So that, that's always it, it always pushes it. I mean, I... I don't really know that and, there was any problems with it, and I'm pretty close to nine and a half, ten. Like I thought yeah, it was, and, I thought it was great. And, and you know, seriously, um, really, really great. Uh, now I had a little bit, which is, I mean, of that, this is a quick it. digression, right? Right. Just I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, one of the only problems I had with it was uh, I didn't like where they went with the. I would have liked a different villain. I would have liked them to Me think too. a little harder about yeah. how to put together the it villain. Was, just because it was like it was so it was very simple pre- and it was very predictable in and ways. And I've watched Scooby Doo before, so yeah, I know right. who's got I know who's yeah. got the mask on, right. whatever. Right. And I wish that with all the other stuff being so good, yeah. you know. But uh yeah. that said, um it, it was a really good year for animated movies. It really was. It was a it was really bizarro great. year for animated movies. That's anyway. my that's my quick instant reaction. <laughs> anyway, I'm playing catch up, but you know, I know you had seen it. Um, you had taken your kids to see it a few weeks ago. Right. Not that long ago. Maybe maybe it is. It, it seems it, it, crazy how fast it, it is. Kind it's the second week of, de- of January now. Right. So all right. Uh, anyway, so anyway, sorry. anyway, so we we've got our our best list, and we've got you know our our top ten, and like I said, there's more. And we're going to do Taken 3, and what I think we're going to do, actually, is kind of uh, focus yeah. really mostly on the best of the year list. Yeah. And if there's yeah. time at the end, 
We can do some Taken 3, right? Yeah. Um, because it's one of those weeks, because who who cares? Right. You're, so, you're here so for our list. It's not what what I'm thinking, really, is that uh, we can give our ratings for Taken 3. Yeah. And then at the end, of the, cool. sh- at the end of the show, if, we, if we actually <laughs> talk much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to get that out of the way, uh, I'm two. Uh, I, I'm at a two. Yeah. Two. <laughs> I almost thought for a brief second you were going to make me go first, and, and I was going to say two. You lie. No, seriously. I, I, every I pushed with the copy. I pushed for three almost because I knew you were going to be low. I liked. I almost thought you might things. even be a one. I liked a couple of things about it, which is all that saves it from being like a one, mm-hmm. maybe one and a half or something. Um, and you know, most of the points I do give this, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though there's only two of right. them, but whatever. Right. Most of the points that I do give this are are purely based in a very weird way on the movie it was making me think about. While I was watching it, <laughs> what was it? Was oh, it. the version of it that it wasn't right. Or, yeah, right. And you know, the yeah. one of the worst things about it is this is you know yet another movie. If this would have just not been taken three, right, and would have just right. been some other movie where right. they because first of all, no one gets taken, and right. it doesn't mean anything that these characters are the same characters from <laughs> the previous movies. I, yeah. there, there's nothing about it really that. Well, it's a, it's a, it's only that you've got him and his daughter, right? You know, okay, have a person in their daughter, right? <laughs> and it's just like uh, uh, the Kevin Costner one, right? It, yeah, you, you could just start fresh, yeah. And and then the, the, but so much of it was horrible, and the most horrible thing about it that made it even worse <laughs> yeah. for me that that really pushed it down, is that you know uh, the damn thing just wasn't even trying. Yeah, that was what was so terrible about trying to sit through it right it's got like massively low production values it's doing it's doing giant uh special effects where you know you're starting to wonder if they're filming it with an iphone Mm -hmm. i mean it just was you know give me a give me something right right and then not only that but the screenwriting and especially uh from uh luke basson right who I, I, I like at times. When he's good, he's pretty good. Yeah. When he's doing something that, uh, I, I don't know, you know, he just has a weird kind of like polar vision of things that he tries to do. Yeah. And sometimes he's trying to do things that I'm going, yeah, that's pretty cool. Right. And sometimes he's trying to do things where I, it's almost like he bet someone he could make money on this movie right. with this budget for, yeah. or something like that. And uh, he, I bet I could turn a profit yeah. even with – it's like the five obstructions or something like that. Like he's got somebody else in the bullpen going, okay, you have to include this really stupid part. Right. And you have to make this part of the plot go in this direction. Right. And you ha- you can't use steady cams or whatever it is. I mean it's just like there's some like weird game going on. Right. And, uh, you know, you get sort of to the end of the movie where, uh, uh, like I said, we're not going to really talk Do about much, it yeah. right now. But he's got to go up this elevator, right? And all he needs yeah. is everyone at the top to die, actually. Right. That's all he's after, right? right? And and he goes – and then their plan for getting up the elevator, first of all, uh, does not require that he be alone right? in the end. And it does not require that he doesn't just load a big bomb on the and elevator. Right. It will just take the whole top of the building yeah. off and then it would all be over, right? Yeah. And we wouldn't even run into the final trouble, 
which is why which it is doesn't why it happen, happen. Right. because we want to run into the final stupid trouble mm-hmm. that we don't need that doesn't right. mean anything anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's so crazy, but so much of the movie just was like not even trying that it just made me think like Liam Neeson's going, you're going to give me what money? Whatever. Right. I mean, it only takes right. what 3 days to film. Fine. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, it's just it's Oh, it was just, it was it was really frustrating. I I loved the first Taken. I had fun with the second one though. I know a lot of people put that through the yeah, ringer. The second I, I was okay, but we still did that. Gave that one pretty low marks. Right, and, I, and I understood okay. it, but it was it was fine for what it is. And this just screams of all the really bad sequels that you see, um, like decades ago, like in the in the eighties or nineties, where they just they they rope everybody in to get one more paycheck, right. and it turns out <clears throat> not giving away anything. But usually in those films. The bad guy is usually someone who would never have been the bad guy in any other film, but they need a they need a spring surprise on you. Right. So, I mean, it's just one mistake after another. And yeah. and I'm I'm kind of sour on Luke Besson. I really liked him for a long time, and then I kind of fell out. Right. And it's easy to forget that he did something we liked a couple of years ago, the De Niro film with Michelle Pfeiffer, The Family. No, right, the, right. the family. Yeah, yeah, the family. That was a lot of fun, and yep. he he was in charge of all that. He wrote it, directed it. You know, he he ran the boards with that. And this one, you know, it's hard to just pin it on him as only being the writer. But man, does it scream of he must have just did like a line of dialogue or something. And I, I don't know. We right. I'd rather do the lists, but it was and and this one's directed by the same guy who who did, did the, the second one, the second one, and I forget his first name, but his last name's Megaton. Right, yeah. Right. Which um, which makes me think that he's not real. That's all I'm just going to say. Right. Cuz every time I see it, I'm 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 a kid of the 80s. Every time I see it, I see Megatron and I'm right. like you're you're not right. right. That's just not you. But Anyway, whatever. We we will maybe uh get to some more of that movie later. But yeah, anyway, right. uh we've got our list and there's a lot of stuff to talk about about yeah. the list. Anyway. And we usually go long on the list anyway, so we and, should And uh obviously we're going to. And here's the thing about the list. I have basically three sets of movies. Okay? <laughs> You have one list so of three sets. I've got my top ten, done? yeah, right, which are in order. Okay. Then I've got Good. my eleven through twenty, which are not really in order. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a whole bunch of other movies that are just they're good enough that they deserve mention. need some mention. But <laughs> and the the thing about the eleven through twenty is that you know there are some movies that you know n- weren't were never really in contention for being in the top 10 mm-hmm. but they're you know because the ordering yeah yeah i don't like lists i know you, you don't you know we've got that whole we thing gotta throw that the lists are goofy but anyway i've got there's some of those movies that we're not really vying for contention in the top yeah. 10 but there are like three or four of those movies were that close. really were there were there and, was some and close ones really too. rough where so, i started going <laughs> this is 10 and this is 11 Ugh, right I yeah that's the see, i love right? that part of the list making cuz usually <clears throat> usually 1 through 3 are easy it's 6 through 12 right, you know right. those are the hard ones do you is your feeling you know to just do the the top 10 and then sprinkle the others in cuz if you say too many of the others i'll I mean, we'll know what your list is. That's okay. Okay. I don't care. No, I, I think what we're going to do is do all the backwards. Okay. That's that's my that's, cool. that's my theory on doing that. Yeah. But before we even do that, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Gold Globes are tonight. Right. Well, There's a lot We happening. have to talk a little bit about that, and we have to talk a little bit about especially like films that are nominated mm-hmm. and uh, how, that's gonna, how that's going to work with the list, right? Yeah. And uh, here's why. First of all, now a lot of people talk about critics and do we even need critics and people are not movie critic fans and, right. you know, whatever. And so I just feel like I have to say mm-hmm. that, yes, we do need critics 
and you know why. Especially like can't I can just go to IMDb and see what users rate a movie. Right. And then, you know, come on, enough people rate a movie and everything. And uh so enter the People's Choice Awards. Right. And Maleficent is now the best movie of the year. Yep. So there you go. That's why you need an objective <laughs> voice. If you if you think Maleficent is the best movie of the year, then you know, thanks for tuning in. Right. But uh, you, I don't know why you would keep listening. Right. right. <laughs> I'm thinking basically. Right. Um, anyway, okay. So the Golden Globes and then That's the funny. and then the <clears throat> Critics Choice Movie Awards are coming up really soon. They are the 15th. Right. They're on A and E, uh, and the Golden Globes are tonight. And there's virtually the same choices for best movie. Yeah. Not exactly. There's a couple. Right. Um, the Golden Globes have the benefit of the two categories yeah. with uh, five nominees each. The Critics' Choice have just ten nominees, just in one Right, in one thing. big thing, yeah. Um, the Golden Globes have the two so that however wrong they are in the one, hopefully they can They'll make up, one, yeah, make right. Up I think that's a very nice one. hedge of betting. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, anyway, so the Critics' Choice Movie <laughs> Awards, uh, uh, so in the end, what you get is 14 films, basically, right? right? Because there are a couple that uh, are on one list and aren't on the other list, and then, you know, whatever. Right. But So the Critics' Choice uh, nominees are Birdman, Boyhood, Gone Girl, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Nightcrawler, Selma, The Theory of Everything, Unbroken, and Whiplash. Yeah. And then the Golden Globes don't have a few of those because they replace them with Foxcatcher, Into the Woods, St. Vincent, and Pride. Right. And then the way that you know things work for the Golden <laughs> Globes, um, now we like Into the Woods. Yeah. We talked about that. We like that, that movie and everything. But uh, the way the Golden Globes work, right, there's no way that can not get nominated. (laughs) Exactly. You've got a category that's musicals (laughs) or comedy. And that's it. And it can't, you know, and luckily it's good anyway. But it's just absolutely guaranteed the nomination (laughs) because how could they ever, like, put forward the idea that they were serious if there was a big musical? (laughs) It it should be a category named movie that rhymes with Into the Coulds. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's that obvious. Exactly. Anyway. So now, one of the really interesting things, I think, about uh, – the reason I want to mention those is because these are a bunch of movies that are being talked about. Yeah. Everyone's going to be saying the names of these movies all over the place, right? Right. And so we need to mention these movies to some degree. So we've got 14 movies. Six of these movies are nowhere at all on any of my lists. Yeah. So You want to say which six? <laughs> sure. Uh, Boyhood. Yeah. Gone Girl. Selma, Unbroken, Foxcatcher, and St. Vincent. I could have picked those. So and yeah, uh, Saint, and St. Vincent I liked. Mm-hmm. Just not uh, enough. It's just it's not that. It's in the twenties. And I have a pretty big list. Actually. Yeah. So, Do you? That's big. <coughs> excuse me. Um, and Foxcatcher, which we never, you know, gave a serious amount of time. That was a weird one. We split that review up. Foxcatcher is a weird movie. Yeah. And. It wasn't bad, not at all. But it's not it, for me. It's not really even in the running yeah. of uh, getting of getting really close to the top ten. Right. I mean, the, and I I liked it in a certain way, and I think everyone in it is yeah doing a good job. They did great. right, whatever. But it, in in that 
regard, it's sort of like American Sniper, yeah. which I think that, I think you know Bradley Cooper was great. He really is. Yeah. The movie did not make me, even though everyone's talking about it, it's on some people's lists of of uh, best of the year and everything. Yeah. I didn't get the same thing out of that movie, and so it's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Boyhood for me was uh, ultimately we both rated it not very high at yeah. all, and yeah. for me that movie was just kind of you know the trick, right? And I need a better movie to go along with the trick, right? Right, and you know it just didn't work out for me. Gone Girl, you liked a lot. That was the big one this year that uh, really split us because I yeah. I enjoyed it. Gone Girl, even with its faults, but Gone really Girl didn't. killed me at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it just I just thought it went so silly yeah. that it was almost like uh, you know watching Shonda Rhimes TV, right? And I can see why someone Which, would really. Feel that Which way. is not going to hurt a movie, yeah. Because obviously Shonda Rhimes is doing okay, right? right? And her right. shows are. I don't know. It just got so silly for me. Anyway, yeah. Unbroken, I think, is just a joke. <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's. I th- not not the movie. No, I know. Not the movie, but the fact that mean. it's nominated. Yeah. I think that that's in the top ten movies. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't see that at all. The mo- and not that the movie is horrible. But to be in really serious contention for the top ten, right. I don't see it. I saw a lot of movies yeah. that I got a lot more out of than that, obviously, because it's it's not in my thing. Right. And uh and then beyond that of this movie, there are even more movies that are not in my right. top ten. I right. won't I won't say what that, those are, but yeah. uh there are even more that are not in my top ten. But everyone's gonna be talking about those movies. So if we just give a list that doesn't mention those movies. Then they'll know. Then, That's what I was saying. Then, like then people are going to go. I'll weed you down to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you not even? Right. How do you not even recognize the fact? And Selma, um, which uh, I'll give you later today. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know Selma's Selma's good. Mm-hmm. It really is. Right. But and clearly, uh, you're. It's not politically correct to. Say that you don't love it, right. or say yeah. whatever, you right? Have a problem with it, yeah. And, and I don't really have a problem with it. I think the people are good in it and everything, but for me, it just wasn't. You know, it was too close to being a documentary, yeah. And then at the same time, trying to somehow not be a documentary, right? And it just didn't really work for me. It was like uh, la- the Butler last year, which I remember was <clears throat> was good, yeah. Um, but it just it didn't have anything in it for me that would, you know, get it, it. get it up into the upper echelons. It it was good, (laughs) but I was in the same place with this movie. A a real quick clarification, because we did this, we clarified it last year, but I remember the year before was when I was really kind of paying attention and we just say it. I, your list will be movies that you saw all year, things that we did not cover on the show necessarily. Oh, right. right. And, and my and list, you're not doing that. my list is almost always, I have superlatives. Like I'll say, well, the best documentary I saw was a film we didn't cover. I just right, saw it right, on my right. own, but I, I almost always just do the movies that we see for the, for the show. So is that the same way this year? Yours is, you're going to have just anything, anything, yeah. right. 
My, I, and I, my list that I normally do for friends and family is anything I ha- anyway. I have but to for do the show, that anyway. Right. And for the show, I and just I'm not I try to stick. List. No, I know. You eat <laughs> lists. I'll make a list for just tomorrow's best 10. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, best 10 of January. Right. <laughs> best 10 I thought of on the way over. But right. So I like to, because I don't know, because sometimes you. Yeah, because that's going to make a difference. It'll seem weird, because if we bring up films that no one has seen. And I'll tell you just to throw something out for uh, people who are listening and just chomping at the bit for us to start saying movies. <laughs> So yeah. that I cannot do it for a few more seconds. Right, right. Uh, there are two foreign films in my top ten. Yeah, and that's weird. Yeah, already. Right. Um, I can't. You know, there's a. It's not anybody's. You know, it's not really any interest to anyone. There were a lot of things that came up, both family and professionally, that kind of sidetracked me from catching up on all the films. And that's okay. It just means I get like the next week and a half to two weeks of really seeing a lot of the films that you've already got under you. You know, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. There's a whole bunch of right. stuff. I've seen a bunch, but the Mad Dash didn't really work the way I wanted, and I'm still looking forward to a bunch of those. Right. So it's going to be really now, fun. Now, do you have like a whole 20 list? I have I have a list of 10 that's in order, and then I have a bunch of stuff that came close. Okay. I don't have them in, in any order. Right. I okay. just had them jotted down. Okay, so uh, then the other thing first to say is that there are two movies that a lot of people are talking about that I have not had a chance to see yet. So I should throw yeah. out the fact that they – don't count, right? right? Um, top five, yep. which uh, a lot of people say is really good. I'm looking forward to seeing um, that Chris Rock one. And a little indie movie called Listen Up, Philip, yeah. which uh, I've actually seen even on a couple people's top list. Yeah. Not like on big things or whatever, but some some people like it. And it's uh, it's uh, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be really good. Okay, so now I've got big list of things that didn't make it into the top 20. Okay. Basically. Oh my god, so a big is, list. This is like 30 through 50. <coughs> it's For uh, a guy that hates list, I think you've suddenly become a guy who protests too much. But see, now. this is not Listen, a, this is not really a list. This, I know, is, this just, is just a hodgepodge, right? Just a bunch of movies yeah. that <laughs> okay. that are good that are going to get right? name tag. Okay. These are so these are movies that I feel like they should get a mention of sure. being good movies yeah. this year. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of surprised that there are a lot of them. But, right. And they're they're not movies that at any point I was going, I don't know, might be in the top ten. Yeah, right. right? I right. mean, whatever. But anyway, um, so those movies are in no order no whatsoever. Order. Right. And the other reason that I did this is because there are movies that are going to be in a lot of people's top tens. Right. There are movies that have been nominated for Best Picture – and they're in this part of my list. So you're getting them. Yeah. This is where they are, right? Anyway. Uh Magic in the Moonlight. Yep. Uh Enemy, which really cool. I, I wanted really, to see Enemy. Really cool movie. That's the uh That's one that slipped by me. The other movie of um Jake Gyllenhaal's. Right. Yeah. Right. And and he is playing two of himself right. or whatever, right. right? It's another double. Right. Yeah. And uh okay, words and pictures. Is um, Juliette Binoche yeah. and uh, Clive Owen yeah. and their teachers and stuff, and it's a really cool movie. Anyway, White Bird and a Blizzard was way better than I thought it was going to be. For some reason, I went into that with pretty low expectations, and that is um, Woodley, Shailene Woodley. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, right. And uh, that one is cool. Uh, I was blanking on it. This is Where I Leave You, yeah. which we did that one yep. uh, on the show, and that was just surprisingly fun and pretty yeah. cool. Happy Christmas. 
uh, What If is mm-hmm. the um, – Daniel Radcliffe one. Daniel Radcliffe one, and uh, I can't remember the girl's name. I'm blanking one. on either. But, That's picking uh, up a lot. That, of that, was, really, that was really fun. Just, uh, yeah. you know, they do a lot of just talking to each other movie, yeah. but it was, uh, it, it was really fun. Tasting Menu – only Lovers Left Alive, which is uh, Jim Jarmusch and, yeah. and uh, Tilda Swinton. That one's popping and, up on lists late yeah, all very, over. It's very weird. It's not as good, I don't think, really? as yeah. some of his earlier stuff. But still, I mean, if, you, good if you're a fan of him, then you're going to like that. You're going to like it. Yeah. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. I see that <laughs> popping up on uh, lists. That's not in higher up. So Chef, mm-hmm. uh, Calvary. Chef, Chef and Calvary are the two that made me think we should maybe say some of the things on your list might not be things we covered. Because right. Chef was exactly. on Chef is on a list and Calvary is on a list of like just made almost. Right. Because I really liked them, but they weren't but high enough. Right. But we didn't even cover and, Chef. Uh, we yeah, Calvary it, is like really surprisingly bizarre. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's another movie where um, the last half hour of it, I thought ah, that could have. Yeah, come together better or something. But the whole first part, you're watching it. It was it was Love how uh, it really great. Yeah. Um, then I have How to Train Your Dragon Two, The Book of Life, Big Hero Six. Yeah. As like my animated movie your <laughs> wrap up, yeah, of your things. alley. Because yeah. everything that was animated was so good this year. Yeah. Uh, the Theory of Everything. Yeah. Bad Words, and then one other movie that I just it it, it wasn't great. It's fun. Um, and it was only ever on like uh, iTunes, you know, but it's called yeah. Space Station 76. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one yeah. yet. It's I, like, I know about it. It's it's this that bizarre thing like it's all from the 70s. Yeah. They've been on the space station forever and it's crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. That's cool. it, it's a weird, weird movie and it's got like the shrink robot character right. thing and, and that was really – That's cool. It's a wild time and it was fun. Okay. Yeah. Now, so – That's cool. The uh, the real runners up list. <laughs> the real list. Do you, do you got a, a runners up list? Uh, again, I have a bunch that that are in no discernible <laughs> order, but ones that uh, ones that should have ones that were in contention at various points until other numbers started pushing them out of the way. Okay. Run run a whole list. You know, there's not. There's yeah, not I just so I did a whole list. Now you say a bunch of movies, then I'll say a bunch of movies, then we'll do our top ten. I, a few that I really thought that were notable, um, Horns, which is a bit of a bias because anyone listening to the show knows that I have a personal relationship with the guy who wrote it. Right. But I, I thought it was really fun to see for basically that reason. Like there's no getting around it. I, I just loved seeing his work get translated. And I thought Daniel Radcliffe was really great in it. Uh, stuff like Chef, which I was way caught off guard three minutes into that movie. And I thought, I'm not getting up until it's over. Like, this is really right. fun. And in the end, it was still really fun. It just wasn't that. It just right. didn't have it. Uh, there was a documentary about photography. And I love, you know, I'm a photographer when I'm not talking to everybody here. It called Finding Vivian Meyer that was really surprising and fun. Oh, actually, I heard that was really good. I it's seen, actually I really good. It's It's strange only because the the quality of the work that she did was so secretive, but then the more they find out about the woman, she's actually really strange. Like it was a really interesting thing to see this big mystery and how maybe one of the best street photographers in, you know, the 20th century just kind of stayed quiet for so long. It was, it was, it was a nice mystery. Uh, Mockingjay. Yeah. Foxcatcher. Um, 
I saw I saw a film that we didn't even talk about, The Babadook, which everyone was really right. wild about. Everyone's been film. talking about that, and and that came real real close to making my list. It just wow. It it just missed for uh, that's that's another one. I've not seen that one, but there are a lot of people with that on their list. Yeah, and I Every, understand. Everybody all of a sudden thinks that's the most awesome thing ever, which. That fact alone stands out because it's a horror movie. Because right. Because that never happens with horror movies. Right. That everyone says, "Oh yeah." That one and that one's tricky. It's it's great as every reason it works as a horror movie is pretty much a plus. The ending is a bit of a problem. Mm. The ending is one of those where sometimes, like with Gone Girl, you know, not that it is or isn't on my list, but when you were saying like it just really killed it for you, and I didn't mind it so much. Right. It's it's kind of like that in a way, like the ending of the Babadook. You either really solidly love it because of it, and you think that's really fun, or it just ruins a lot of it for you, which uh, is too right, bad because right. it's really really great. But, right. um, Foxcatcher, Into the Woods, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which was one I had a lot of fun with, and we rated very highly. You know, it was like eight and a half or nine, right. if I remember right, and it. It just didn't make my list, which doesn't mean that everything on my list we rated over eight and a half or nine. There are some eights in there, but I just thought overall there was a film that stayed with me more. And perhaps the, you know, this is my last one for right now because I know we do want to get to the list. But the one that was really interesting that I was a little surprised didn't make my list for all the fun I had watching it was Whiplash. I really liked Whiplash a lot, except again, and it had, didn't get to the top. I had, 10, I had, I had kind of a sticking problem with the ending. And and it was too bad because the performances are great. I I was never a music major. I, I don't know how to play anything that would sound good to any person. If you put a drum or a guitar or a piano in front of me, I'll, I'll just mash away at it, you know. But I love good movies about music and talent. And this was really, really great, driven by the performances. And there's just there were just a couple things that I had about it that kind of pushed it off the list. So right. that, that's, you know, there's a couple other ones here, but I think if I give them away, it'll ruin the rest of my list. No, that's but. fine. Um, so my uh, other list of the movies that are not quite in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, it's really, I, I think, unless I've got more numbers in here than I think, I yeah. think this is the top 20. I mean, this is 11 through 20, right? But this is not in any order. The one I love, which yeah. is uh, just so cool. A movie, yeah. and it's uh, uh, Mark Duplass and uh, what is her name? Uh, Elizabeth, maybe Moss. Um, yeah, the girl from Mad Men yeah. and stuff. Yep. Um, and it's just the two of them, except Ted Danson's in it at one point for like a minute, mm-hmm. and then you hear Ted Danson's voice at other times. And at one point, they go to like a little cafe, so they're like a waitress and other customers in the place. And right. other than that, though. It's just them the whole movie, except that they they play they play doubles of themselves. Right. It's like that can't happen enough this year. But yeah. um that movie was so cool. And it was one of those awesome sci fi goofy things where first of all, they never really explain it. Yeah. They never explain how it works or they never even hardly acknowledge trying to figure out how it works or anything. Right. They just kind of, this is where we are. Yeah. And and they run with it or whatever. But it's one of those cool things with sci-fi where, you, you know, you try to talk about how relationships actually work mm-hmm. by doing something that can't happen. Right. And see what that tells you about how they really work and how people really are with each other yeah. and stuff like that. It was so fun and crazy cool. And it just kind of barely missed it just because... I think once we get to the last half hour, 
we don't we maybe didn't really think about exactly what we were going to do because we had a cool idea but maybe we didn't know yeah. everything we were going to do with it and then all of a sudden someone said they would actually give us the money to make it and right. we had to make it or whatever i don't know but it just didn't quite get there um and then uh birdman yep which you know, for me, everybody loves this movie. It's on everybody's top ten list. Yeah. Um, it wasn't absolutely getting really close, probably, to being in the top ten. And for me, the reason is basically the same as Boyhood, although this is way better than Boyhood. But because it's like it's too much the trick and not right. enough having a really right. awesome story in the trick. It's a good story. And it's a yeah. fun movie. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. But just not like quite there. And then I also have Whiplash, yeah, which I thought was really, really cool. It's it's so great. Like it really is. But yeah. uh, I, you know, just barely off the list kind of thing. That movie Pride that is nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, that movie is really cool. Um, but again, just not quite there. And it was uh, it was kind of. I don't really know why even. I liked it so much, though. But it's um, about the uh, – in Ireland, there's like a strike of some union workers, and this group of gay and lesbian people like come to support these people who are out of work. Yeah. And then like they don't want them to. Right. <laughs> and, right. And so then it's like figuring that out and yeah. getting to a place where yeah, – and it was really cool. Um, then A Most Violent Year – uh, I like that one a lot. It was really cool, but just didn't quite make it. I've got The Hunger Games also. Yeah. Uh, I've I've got Guardians of the Galaxy and Into the Woods also. Yeah. And then uh, two other movies, The Box Trolls, just yeah. did not quite get there, and Obvious Child, which yeah. uh, I'm not even sure if you saw, but it's a sitcom, and it's got... I don't even remember the people's names in it, yeah, but uh, it's it's like the sitcom that never was or something. But yeah. it's, a, it's about someone who uh, is decides to have an abortion or whatever, and and hilarity ensues. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's hilarity doesn't ensue except it's a comedy. It's a weird comedy where you don't want to say hilarity ensues, right? <laughs> right. But, but it's it's yeah. a really good movie and uh, really good performances, and that's that's my runner-up there's, list. There's one that that you won't. You won't miss it all. I, I overlooked saying it, and the only reason I wanted to say it is because I had so much fun with it. But I had so much fun trying to fight a way for it to be in my top ten, and it didn't make it. And it was inherent vice. And yeah, I know you, you weren't wild right. about it. No. I really had so much fun with it. But it, I, I, what beat it out at ten is, you know, a little interesting. But um, it just. But it was it, it was, was so close. close. It was like, real close. Like that one's eleven, or I yeah, mean, it's like that. I think right I think that yeah. one was probably eleven. Yeah, that's another movie that, that was just. That's another just, movie that tons. It's not nominated uh, yeah. for best picture in either of these two shows yeah. anyway. Right. Who knows what will happen with the Academy yeah. Awards? But, um, but still, lots of people talking about it. Yeah. It's on a jillion top ten lists. And, and I feel like uh, it's a, and it's oh, nominated sorry. for a bunch of other stuff, other though, things too, like than actor and yeah. all that stuff. And you know, I'll tell you the weird thing is, um, I didn't love the movie. I still liked it. Yeah, it it, it it was fair enough, I guess. I don't know. I didn't like it nearly as much as you. Yeah, but 
you know, I could see nominating Joaquin Phoenix sure. in it. I mean, I feel like Inherent Vice, Inherent Vice probably isn't ever going to make. Well, I mean, of course, there are people that that disagree and they have it high on their list. It was never really going to be in the top five, but it was a filler. Like right. it was something from from six to fifteen that I think is probably showing up in a lot of people's lists because it's that good. Right. Like it, it's good enough, but it's not good enough to break in top. So right. But anyway, all right. So. All right. Uh, so should we should we switch back and forth? Sure, let's or, do that. Or what should we do? Okay, start with so, ten, right? We're not so, going to give it all away. So I'll go Number first. One. I'll go first, okay. and then you go first, yeah. and then whatever. And I don't. We'll, I don't we'll, think we'll mix things up. Knowing what you just fun. knowing what you just weeded out, I think there's maybe three. You have no idea what my list is. I think we have three that might overlap, and everything else. Everything else different. is, and mine's mine's pretty easy for me. But <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about yours. This will right. be fun. All right, my number ten is Nightcrawler. Yeah. And Nightcrawler, uh, you know, if you, I just happened to go back and uh, be listening to a couple of our shows, uh, mainly because I wanted to look at some other stuff that we did a little while ago. Because the I dog hates I, your choice, by the way. Because I couldn't remember what uh, you rated some things exactly. Right. And anyway, I was listening to some other shows, and when we did the when we did Nightcrawler on the show, I gave it eight and a half, and I said I I just really want to give it more though. Yeah. And uh, and that's so true. And, you know, after some time's gone by, I've thought about that movie more yeah. than a lot of other movies. I feel like that's a big lynch pin for some of my list, like some of our lists anyway. Like, you know, maybe I saw a better film technically than films seven through ten. But did I ever think about it again? Right, no, I right. didn't. And uh, also there are some movies, you know, everybody comes up with their list in their crazy way. And I hate yeah. them anyway. So right. I just <laughs> get to throw that out yeah. all the time. Um, but you know, there's also sometimes, you know, it's like, will I ever watch it again? Yeah. Right. Could I ever stand to watch it again? <laughs> Even though it might yeah. be awesome, but right. I'll never, never force myself to right. watch it again. Right. Anyway. Um, but Nightcrawler, uh, you know, it just, it stuck with me Yeah. and it was, and it was good at the time, mm-hmm. but it just really stuck with me. And I think maybe more than anything else, just, you know, Chillenhall was so impressive in that. He's really great in that. He really and he really is unlike any other character you've ever seen him. You know, in we didn't see enemy or I didn't see enemy, but his character here is so different than what he was in Prisoners, what he was right. movies, you know, five movies ago in Zodiac. I mean, just he just is different every single time. And I feel like it's very easy to just have a guy or have an actor or an actress who just is kind of the same person, just maybe with different haircut, maybe a different thing that's going on or a different time period. This isn't him. And I don't know if he's consciously going out, you know, end of watch is totally different, not just because of the physical thing, but he's, he's an incredible talent and he's got a lot of stuff still left. I mean, the guy's in his early thirties. I mean, we've got a long time to see this guy go. And, you know, after watching this movie and enemy is a kind of like a dark thing too. And he's got to play two different characters who are actually different from each other, not just kind of the same, but different versions of the same guy. They're pretty different characters. And so that's pretty cool. And he's good in it. I got to tell you though, I, after watching this movie and thinking about it for a long time, I wouldn't mind him being in some kind of comedy. I think he's At got a lot. Point. I think he can do it all. Like now he's, yeah. you know, prisoners and like the different sure. roles we've seen. And then, you know, you watch him play this character and it's like he's a little too good at it. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him right. playing something where I can believe that he's right. a 
not this whack that job guy, actually because yeah. he's. I I remember you you were liking it a little better than I. I think I gave it seven and a half. You know, I think you were almost just a full star, and there wasn't much right. between it. It just it didn't whatever needed to hit me and stick with me just didn't. Right. I appreciated the hell out of it though. Right. It was awesome. All right, uh, so what's your ten? Ten for me is Interstellar. Oh God, that's how it's going. You better get ready. You better get ready. That is a movie. I gotta tell you that that is a movie. I got a long list of films where you hated the end of one not, after the other. Not that there's anything wrong with that movie. I don't know. Right? You're not gonna offend me. But I gotta tell you that is a movie that you know when it came out. Yeah. And and for a while before it came out, everyone was like, "Oh, Interstellar," right. and and it was clearly like the movie to look forward to. Sure. Right. And yeah. everyone was talking about. And man, people have backed away from that movie yeah. in the last month. They have in a, a pretty hardcore way. And, and it's all of a sudden it's not people are like whiting it out on their top yeah. ten list because they had put it on before they even saw the movie. Right. And now right. all of a sudden they're going, I better not say I better I remove that. And I But good for you for I, sticking I had, with it if you really liked it. I had a lot of fun. I didn't wholly love the end, but the movie was like nine hours long, so if I didn't like right. thirty minutes, I was still okay. <laughs> I liked a lot of what it did before the end. Right. You know, and I can understand why, you know, we, we talked about it on this show when yeah. we did it. Yeah, I understand that, that why was you another one. You didn't dig it, but uh, I, Gone, I had a lot Gone Girl was a big one for us, and yeah. that that and one that was one. a big one for us too, where we yeah. we had a big difference of opinion there. But yeah. and I'm a big Christopher Nolan it's fan. Just, we, it's we've just been looking weird. forward. To I it. hate the fact, even if I don't like the movie, yeah. and then in some way I should be going, "Aha! See, you don't like it as much. Right. All you other critics or right. whatever." Um, I really don't like the fact that everyone was talking that movie up like mad and and then it just didn't do whatever right. it didn't do or something. And now everyone's like, um, pretend it's not there. The parting shot. The, right. No, and I'm not afraid of walking. I didn't rush to it either. I wouldn't put it on there to be like a defense of Nolan's films. I, I genuinely think that one of the things that you had it you had mentioned as a concern going in, which was, you, you know, we went to the film and you leaned over and you're like, I still don't know what the hell this is about. Right. I went in only loving Christopher Nolan's films. I didn't know what the movie was really about. And I think I had expectations that were kind of easily met. Like, I just wanted to have fun and make right. it look kind of cool and be Nolan, you know, for a while. And, and I felt like I got it. Right. So. And, you know, st- even still, it's not it's not a bad time. No, it's no. It's still not on any of my right. part of my list sure. or whatever. But still, it's not. It, yeah. It's not like I thought it was. It's not like I just put Taken, Taken 3 is on my 10. Ex- right, exactly. Anyway, all right, so now we have to go back and forth, so you have to do 9 first. Okay, 9 is, um, I don't know, nine, 9 might surprise you, might not. I thought Get On Up was definitely worth being on my list, and 9 is where it went. Wow. That's the biopic of... Yeah. Um, of uh, I, I'm a little surprised at James Now, that is, a, that is a good movie. Um, I got to say, that is a movie for me that... Um, I liked it. Definitely recommend it to people. Yeah, but it's it's kind of in a in a fox catcher American sniper zone See, for I, me. I thought uh, about that I when I was watching really it. I still really liked it, but it just didn't like. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what? You know what pushed it for me in a way that like something like fox catcher didn't is Chadwick Boseman is amazing. Yeah, he is absolutely able to put that film on his shoulders and carry it and dance and sing and move and every single second he was on screen, I was just totally in love with watching whatever he was doing. His version of James Brown was awesome. Right. And I'm not I'm not like super James Brown fan. I'm like you know? really not a James Brown but fan. I, so maybe I found, that hurt me too. I found myself I found myself thinking about his performance and really how the film even though I didn't love 
the movie in every decision it made, the ones that kind of the mistakes that it made, like when it broke the fourth wall, there are times when James Brown just starts talking to the camera, talking to the audience. That I didn't dig that. I didn't like it, but it was so fast and fleeting. But he stayed in such a great person uh, and a persona. I I was all over it. I, I just I kept thinking about it. And in a way, when I was making my list. Foxcatcher, Get On Up, Interstellar, and Inherent Vice were kind of all at the end moving. Right. Floating around. And I was like, well, what separates them all? And I'm like, well, the performance is, you know, for me in some way. And that's when Inherent Vice had a shot because I love Joaquin's performance. And everyone else was kind of quirky and fun in a way that Foxcatcher just didn't have. Right. You know, but. And, uh, you know, I just have to throw the little asterisks on that real yeah. quick um, because that is not a movie that we did. Right. I know. And it was uh, weird. That and, was. And it was. Good enough that you were yeah. making I had sure a lot it was of fun. on your I wanted, list. I wanted anyway, to get it on my list because so I had so cool. much fun with it. Cool. You're All number right. Nine. My number nine is Mr. Turner. Yeah. Uh, the Mike Lee uh, movie about, well, an artist. It's beyond right. explaining at this right. point. It's too long. And, yeah. It's too long and complicated. We didn't cover it. It is uh, oh, weirdly a, another biopic. So we yeah. have nines in common there. Uh, right. But it's a biopic of an artist that uh, not that many people know anyway it's not it's not like we're uh looking at Van Gogh or something right, yeah, right. right. It's, yeah it's uh uh i mean he's very famous in the right circles he's a landscape artist and right. and he's you know seriously got his place in history and everything like that and he's right. uh but he's a very weird guy and um it was it was so cool it was like that was a, weirdly a movie, and this is like a Mike Lee thing anyway. Yeah. That I was just like sucked into that movie. Yeah. And, you know, as much as I might go into the wrestler biopic and go, I don't love wrestling. Right. And uh, maybe I'd be a little bit more inclined to watch a painter, not that I like, love painters or whatever. Right. Yeah. But the specific kind of painter he is is like, whatever. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. it's right. <laughs> like I'm not going into that movie going, oh, yay. I mean, yeah. But it's it's about his life, and he's obviously kind of like a famously a not pleasant guy to be around right. kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, but it was it was really a movie that just like sucked me in so much that then by the time it was over, it was kind of like I don't want to jump ahead and spoil things or anything like that, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of like when uh, when we reviewed the Imitation Game, and right. you, we were talking about it, and you were like, "That could have gone on for another hour." I would have loved. I'd have kept day. watching it. This yeah. movie was like that for me. I was just like, I could be here all day. Yeah, and that's cool. It was just fun. That's and, cool. And everything. All right. So you're eight. So uh, we're getting uh, lower on time than would be great with only being on number eight. Yeah. But my number eight is the Lego Movie. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. It was just awesome. And here's the real thing uh, that made that just demand to be on my list is that I've watched that movie like 12 more times since it it came out early in the year. That one came out. That was like February, too. That that one came out really early for something that is hoping people will remember it enough by the time it's, you know, uh, nominated for Best Animated Movie type thing. Um, and you know, I'll be damned if it's just not as like much fun, you know, and the more, the more you see it over and over. It's just, it's not like I, you know, watch it and go, Oh my God, my kids want to watch this again. You know, it's like, it's, it's so fun and it does so many things that are, I don't know, just off the wall. And you know, there's something about that movie too, uh, just in the sense that it is so, it is so calling out 
culture, pop culture yeah. in general. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, what? That's a weird one. So that that kind of got less for you the more you watched it. That's cool. I mean, they, some of them have to do it, but it, you know, I just I just don't mind watching it again. Yeah. So oh. that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. I mean, I that, agree. Because you're not a big. I know you're not. You. No. There's a million films we haven't seen. Let's watch one of those right. instead of rewatching something. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway. And the end yeah. still like kind of gets me. It's it's every it's time. Su- yeah, it's such a, a smart like kind of surgical way it wants to cut at an adult looking at this and being like, right. God, I hope I'm not like that dad. Damn that I am that dad. <laughs> right. Damn it, I gotta fix my kid. Where's my kid? Damn, yeah. you know that kind of thing. Right. Uh, well, you know, eight for me is your number one. It's Gone Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, we I don't have to spend much on it. We we bantered about it. It, it I was. I was not a fan of the book. I read the book. I didn't like the book. I'm a huge fan of David Fincher, and I just thought I'm going to sit through this film, much like we're going to have to, in a, about a month, sit through Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought I was going to have to sit through an adaptation of something I, I have no interest in. God, wouldn't you love and, it if somebody took that and yeah, made it into right. something that was and a, you were able to sit David through David Fincher, the, the, the really weird thing for me is that the, the movie is basically a pretty straight translation for most of the time, and he his talent made it something that I was really into and engaged with and he invested ma- he in. And, and I, something and I thought about it a bunch, partially because it was the kind of film that was like a fatal attraction or a basic instinct. Like a lot of people were talking about it. So I kept thinking about it because a lot of people were asking me about it, right. you know, and, and, and I really thought the, the whole cast, the whole crew, everybody was really awesome at it. You know, Ben Affleck really showed a lot of stuff in it and it was a really fun movie in a guilty kind of dirty pleasure way. But right. You know, that was my and I can see that, and everybody else liked it, but I already talked about yep. Gone Girl before, so, and it just kind of killed it for so me. So my number seven is The Fault in Our Stars. Wow. Really? Yeah. I, I remember I, when I was doing the list, you know, real quick again, because I know we're going to go over, but whether we go over an hour or only 20 minutes is you know, right, the difference right. between a ton of banter. I remember thinking how much fun it was, how well acted it was, and how well written and everything, and I actually had to dig into the podcast. It was a little bit of validation because I had made my list and I was just looking for a snafu. Like, did I really step in it somewhere? Right. And we both rated the hell out of that. Right. Like when we saw it, we we really put it up there. And and I was like, yeah, I'm remembering this, right? Like, I remember being really surprised at Shailene Woodley and how great the whole thing worked and how, you know, how effective it was. Right. So, and that movie was really good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the only reason that that is not a movie that I'm talking about today. Yeah. Is that now that it's been a long time, right. I don't really think about it anymore. Yeah. It's like uh, there's – you know, it was good when I watched it, but it's the kind of movie that what was best about it was how surprised I was watching it. That then. it was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, mean, I know exactly like what you because mean. Yep. It, because it should have been like a Lifetime movie that I didn't right. want to watch. Yeah. And it ended up being a good movie. Yeah. And I don't know, it just didn't like stick, you know, I'll have to watch it again maybe yeah. or something, but it just didn't like uh, stick to me where I went, oh yeah, that has to be on my list. For, so you bring up wasn't. a really interesting point too. I think <laughs> I think I've only seen two of my top 10 more than once. Oh, like I, right. I maybe, and it's interesting, you know, I stand by my list, you know, you're not calling, you're right. not making me feel doubt about it, but I actually think at some point I should watch them again. I think that's right, part right. of the process. If it was that good, it should stand up. 
and you should and you should and you should want to watch it again. I would, and, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna throw this out real quick too, even though we're running low on time, but we'll go over probably for about ten minutes. Yeah, um, we're moving through this pretty quick, actually. Yeah, um, I will say this. You know, there is, and I hate lists, but yeah. there are a lot of theories about uh, putting together your list, right? Yeah. And every year that we do this show, we will get a few emails in the next coming weeks. Yeah. Where it will be like, but you rated this nine and a half, and yeah. it's not in your top ten. Right. And there's a movie that you rated nine, and there's a movie right. that there's you rated seven and a half. Eight, right? Yeah. How does how does this go? Yeah. And you know that's not how it works. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say, but it's yeah. not like you just take your ratings for every movie the yeah. whole year and go. Well, these are that was tens, these are the these tens, nines. Yeah, that were the it highest. It can rated. it can work that it way. Could, but it doesn't have to. It could right. happen that way. Right. But then again, that's like you know where you get your exact rating and and right. the fact that you're comparing like totally different exactly. worlds of movies and whatever. So yeah. So if you were about to send us that email, maybe right. maybe we can nip Just that in make, the bud. Make sure it goes to Marky. All right. So we need uh, your seven. At? Seven here. Yep. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I <laughs> Which. I I'm still surprised at how much I like that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I it really, had so many traps to make it bad and to make it miss and to just make it eh. And right. It, it it had and it, and, and, and it I, almost addressed them full on and was like, we know you're thinking this. Guess what? No, it's better than that. Right. It was actually pretty. And daring. you know, I have to tell you, there's even like uh, a movie wouldn't have to try really hard to get me to not want to like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Right. I know. Um, I really like Emily Blunt. I, yeah. I think I've liked almost everything she's been in. I, I like her, and I think she's really good. But yeah. Tom Cruise, I could take or leave. If Although it, for the last two years with Oblivion and Edge of Tomorrow, he's on your top ten list. I'm saying. And it's sci- he, I, he said this <laughs> when we did these films. Over sci-fi, yeah. He should do sci-fi a bunch. Right. Um, but that movie was so yeah. fun yeah. and worked so well in such a, a complicated, goofy thing that could go wrong, like you said, like, it, every five minutes, there's something there was that, a way. that they could have done yeah. that would have just killed the whole movie, yeah. and they didn't do it. Yep. And a lot of things that are, you know, the typical uh, solution in a movie for this problem mm-hmm. is something that will ruin this movie. Right. And they didn't do they it. They didn't do it. Yeah. It was really, it was really it was, cool to see. It was so bizarre. Yeah. And and. As soon as that's the only movie that I saw this year, and uh, maybe even the only movie that I've seen for a couple years, that's the only movie I saw this year that I could have went right back in and watched. Yeah, it. I remember when we walked out of that, <laughs> you were just like, "Whoa!" We 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 left. Yeah. It. it was just so weirdly good, and why? Right. And no one will pay any attention to it. Yeah, it's weird. It, it's weird, but I thought that that's movie cool. was great. Seven's good place for that. All right. All right. So. So now I have to do six. Yep. That's where we are. Six yep. for me. Six is my gone girl for you. Oh, no. <laughs> because six for me is uh, big eyes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. okay. I, I see why people I, would like that. I really that's liked cool. that movie, and I really liked the performances. I really liked the fact that it was um, – it, it worked at keeping me kind of – going. Yeah. And I thought a really kind of interesting and unusual way for that kind of a movie. Yeah. That it like, you know, it, it kept me on board because that's basically a movie where, you know, once again, like Foxcatcher, I know the whole story. I know how yeah. it's going to end. <laughs> right. I mean, right. 
you're not going to surprise me with like a weird twist or something. I know it's happening. Yep. And that's a movie that like nine times out of ten, about three quarters of the way through, I'm going to kind of lose interest because all you're doing is kind of wrapping things up. Yeah. Because you have to get to where we really are. Right. And even when you're telling the beginning parts and obviously, you know, you're you're taking some poetic license on exactly how the conversations went and stuff like that. Once you get closer and closer to the end, you kind of can't really do it anymore. Right. You don't have the free space or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked both of them in it. They were Yeah, they, they were great. Were, they were both really good. They were great. And, you know, at the end of it, I just really really liked it. Yeah. So, nice. I don't know. That's enough. Um <coughs> my 6. My 6 is Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, well, there you go. So, and we don't have to say <laughs> right. we we just said it. So, right. Um what a fun! I mean, well, that was one that I figured we'd actually have on both lists. Right. Um, five for me is X Men: Days of Future Past. Wow. Which is a big summer blockbuster kind of film, and again, that was one of a couple I I had on my list, had on my radar, and I I was like, I gotta just look up real quick and remember that. Right. I, I want to make sure I'm remembering it exactly the way I was, and I was. You know, it, it was not only just right. a high score, but I remember listening to pieces of the podcast when I was doing something else. And I was like, man, I really love this film the way I still love it today. Right. So and, that's uh, five for me. And that's another movie for me that I really, really liked it. Um, it just didn't, especially when I try to think about that movie and Edge of Tomorrow at the same time. Yeah. The X-Men movie was good. The X-Men movie had things that I didn't love about it or whatever, but... Um, it was a really good movie, but it just was nowhere for you know, me in the same place as like the Edge of Tomorrow. Right for me, part of part of uh, Days of Future Past, real quick, was you know you see these people who do uh, gymnastic routines or dives, and it's the easiest comparison to make because really they're graded on the difficulty of what right, they're about to exactly. do. And and I know the X Men comics back and forth, you know, w- without getting too punny, you know, it's in my DNA because I grew up reading them all, and I know the story back and forth, and I know how difficult it is to pull that tail off. And Brian Singer, so psyched that he's back doing the right. X Men films, back that he's doing good movies, but the difficulty on this was pretty high, and that he made it as great as he did, with a couple little hiccups here and there. But I mean, I was going to have them anyway because I'm a comic geek. Right. That. That resonated with me, and it's you know, got, there and was a big it's difficulty. It's got that Quicksilver that. scene, so that's maybe the best, maybe maybe the best or one of the God best handfuls that, all right? year. That yeah. thing's great. So that was my five. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've got to do. You got to do right? five. Okay, my five is uh, Love is Strange. Yeah, the uh, John Lithgow and Alfred Molina, Molina. movie, and uh, they are a. I mean, as you know from those actors, they are aging guys, right. and they're like the uh, aging gay couple who have to get forced into like a very weird life situation where they're like yeah. living with other people, and hilarity ensues, right. and there's there's uh, all this you know kind of like generational stuff and. Uh, really like figuring out who their characters are and then there's obviously like the you know gay thing that we have yeah. to incorporate into right. new people's situation and stuff like that and, oh yeah. man i just i that's cool i thought that movie was awesome yeah, i see that on a lot of lists yeah all right now uh, so i'm supposed four. to do four okay uh my four is we are the best yeah that's my that's one i knew was that's Coming my up. that's my first. Uh, that movie. I can't wait to see this. Actually, the way you've talked about it to me privately, it's that movie is 
it's so weird, and we're getting really close on time, and right. we're obviously going to go over for probably at least like we're five, getting real five quick. minutes yeah. or something, but it's it's getting down there. But if you happen to be live, and I mean, let's right. face it, no one listens to us. But <laughs> if you are, though, thank if you, you happen to Sorry be live, you uh, exactly. <laughs> thank, thanks for tuning in and uh, share and subscribe and all that stuff. And Give uh, us an hour and look, this will be on iTunes. Look for our list. Right. Um, what a cheat. What, it, what a bunch it, of bastards next, we are. I just realized this. If someone was really listening to us live, we put them through, you know, 58 minutes, and now we're like, ah, you don't get the top three. So. Yeah, well, actually, the thing will be on, on iTunes. Like, as it, soon it, as we're be done, pretty quick, whatever. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but thanks, yeah. <laughs> it, it, that is like a major cheat. Um, I love it. it. But we are the best. Anyway, it's a Swedish film. It's uh, three geeky girls or nerdy girls or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, because I always think computers when I think geek. Right, they're not. True. They're not actually no. into computers. But anyway, it's just these three teenage girls who uh, make their own band, um, basically out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> for like no other reason That's than awesome. than to be out of spite. They're terrible at everything. Yeah. <laughs> they're a good punk band. They can't play. Yeah. And uh, the yeah. song they come up with is really stupid. Yeah. Um. And they've they they have other punk bands that they like, right? You know, whatever. It's all they end up meeting one of them in yeah. a way. I don't know. It's all craziness, and <laughs> and and it's just these kids being real and you know having conversations they would actually have and acting the way. They, and the, especially the main girl in in this movie, who is some Swedish girl who's never been in anything else, right? <laughs> so plucked from the because that's of, what it is, right? She is so good. Oh, it's cool. crazy. Nice. I mean, it's it's really weird. Yeah. And the whole movie, like, from, like, after maybe the first 10 minutes I was watching it, it was almost like I thought I was being punked yeah. or something. I was like, no way is this movie is really this, this happening, good, yeah. right? And it was so good. It was it was incredible. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, so that's, that's my that's that's your four. four. Okay, my four is Birdman. Oh, okay. Well, I right. I I dug the trick and I I dug the you know the whole spectacle of it all and thought about a lot of it later and thought that the performances everyone gives a lot of stuff you know because it's it's this interesting thing you know Michael Keaton was Batman and in this he's Birdman he's basically playing a version of himself and so is a lot of other people you know I love the fact that Edward Norton stepped up and basically played like this you know theater diva, you know, this guy who's a real pompous dick that seems to be the reputation he gets, you know, when he's doing things. So I I basically watched it knowing that it was going to be kind of neat. Didn't really know about the single tracking, you know, and and just fell in love with the whole idea that I think that if anyone's ever done theater, well, been crew on theater, you're going to have a special soft spot for this because it's really... It's like an ode to theater more than it is almost right, anything else. Exactly. And and I remember my theater stuff, and it was really, really fun. And, you know, one of the things I did like, and, you know, like I said, I, I liked it a lot, right. just not on my list. Um, I didn't get as much out of what we're watching via the trick. And, you know, I really appreciated the hell out of the trick. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. At a, at a certain point, one of my problems with the story that we're watching is that there were several times during the movie where I was kind of focused more on appreciating the trick <laughs> yeah, than the like tale. being really into the story sure. that was going on. Yeah, I can appreciate and, that. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where if only we had just, you know, 
a little bit more, but then it's like the trick is so complicated, right? That yeah, <laughs> there's only so much you can do too. You're like limited in a way by your trick, right? And when we reviewed the movie, I said, you know, there are a couple times where like they go out on the terrace, yeah, and, and you've got right. Ed, Edward Norton and uh, Emma, Emma Stone, Stone, and they're just out there talking a while, so that a bunch of crap can Stuff happen, can like happen right, right now inside, so yeah. that people can get in other places, so that when they go back in or whatever, right. Which, you know, you got to take that with the movie That's and with stuff. with the good, yeah, right. But, you know, just not quite yeah. there That's for cool. me. But anyway. Uh, so that was my four. I got to do my three. Um, right. My third was the imitation game. I thought that was uh, through and through one of the most solid things I'd seen and the most captivating and engaging. And we just did it. You know, a week ago, I don't, right. have to, I don't have to go all over it. I just, right. I, I couldn't get enough of it. And like you said, you know, four slots earlier, I could have watched another hour of this. And for right. anybody who listens to us, that that says a lot. We usually like shorter films, right? And I was all over that one, even though I know you. I mean, I don't make my list for you, but I know you know you're not the only one who's had some stuff to say negatively about Kira Knightley, just you know, treading water instead of being in this, you know, fully as everyone else is so talented. And I, I thought she did a great job too. So. Right. And, you know, that's a movie, like, going through this list is funny um, to do this kind of live at each other yeah. and, and not with, know what's coming. But, you know, there's several movies that I would love to see what would happen to our list right now. Yeah. If a bunch of movies that came out right now came out way earlier in the year in the and year, a bunch yeah. of movies that came out way earlier in the year showed out now. right now. Right? Yeah, it Just would be neat to see, to see them flip around. Because it's... Uh, you know, like there are other, you know, like the fall in our stars is a, right. a good example. If that had just come out, yeah, it'd, it'd probably be on my list because it was that strong. Because yeah. I, I really, really liked that movie. Yeah, it's just that you know, seven or eight months later or whatever, right. a movie is other kind of a different place right. in your mind or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, so that's that, my three. So that was your three. Yeah. My three is the double. Yeah, the. Um, Jesse Eisenberg movie. It's uh, direct, directed by, I swear to God, I've never heard anyone say his name. So right. I, so you'll, you'll butcher in, it just as in well. In front of him. Right. So that, he, so that he will give them crap about it, right? Right. Um, Richard, and I, I don't have any idea. It's like, it's spelled like A-O-A-D. Right. And, and I, I told that. I don't know how, right. how his name is supposed to be pronounced, but it's from the IT crowd and a yeah. bunch of uh, stuff from the UK he's been in. Several things. He was in that completely goofy Ben Stiller movie with the aliens. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what it is, where they work at Costco or yeah, whatever. I can't remember the name of it. I know Save the mean, planet, though. whatever. Right. I don't know. Um, anyway, but uh, he he directed Submarine yeah. a year ago or a couple of years ago, which was a great movie also. And uh, so this is um, – it's based on the uh, Dostoevsky. Story, um, except that it takes about the last third of it and goes a very different way with the ending. And it's it's modernized, except that it's it's all made to look very non-modern, right? But the story is basically modernized. And you know, I just it that was a movie that was like, oh, that's why I like movies. Yeah, (laughs) right. And it was just so cool and so amazing. And Jesse Eisenberg was freakishly impressive. Yeah, he was so good in it that it was you were just kind of uh, right. I mean, kind of awe. I like watching him. Yeah, do it, everything. It, it was incredible. So I that one was uh, uh, you know vying hard for yeah. number one. 
I mean, it was so cool. And there are some things I didn't love about it. And it's one of those movies, too, where, you know, you kind of think about, like, you frequently say this about, um, you know, anything that's a football movie, right? Because it's like the original story or whatever. Yeah. And you you watch this movie and it's kind of like, well, yeah, that again or whatever. Well, yeah, but... Because we're making a movie about a story from, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I loved it. And I just loved watching it. it there, there was something about the aesthetic of it that was almost as compelling as like a character in the in the film for me. Like it, it reminded right. me of all these great, it, I mean, in a way like Dark City, but also like things like that are old that I haven't thought of in a long like time. Brazil. Like City of Lost Children, Brazil. Yeah. Like there's a there's a foreign independent look to this. Right that is just so weirdly captivating to me. And I, I was like constantly like when Jesse's on the screen doing his stuff, I'm like looking over every inch of the screen. I'm looking everywhere because right. it just looks so weird. And, and, and you know, one of the other things that uh, I really loved about it too, is that all of the supporting characters and you know, Wallace Shawn is in it. Yeah. And he's right. Like fantastic yeah. because he just always he is, is and has to be. Yeah. But all of what I one of the things I really loved about it is all of the other little side characters or whoever else might pop up in this uh, movie were so believably people who lived in this world. Yeah, and it's a weird world to be from, you yeah. know. And really, and they like he got everyone to like sell it. Yeah, and, and perfectly. It, and it's anyway, really good. So I love yeah. that one. So all right. So you're your, number two. Did you? Okay, you did your three. Yep. My three was the imitation game. All right. Okay. So my two is uh, Force Majeure. Yeah. Um, And that's been popping up on a lot of lists. And that is – now, did you get – did you see that one? I actually brought that back. Okay. And can't Uh, wait to see it. Right. Not even just – yeah. I just – it's one of these things that sounds awesome. So that's another foreign movie. Sounds fun as hell. Yeah. Um, Also, unless I – Missed my guess here. Yeah, uh, no. Swedish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I've got two movies that are uh, Swedish. Right. I hope very are, highly placed. Right? I hope we are the best as Swedish now that I think about I it. Think but it, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it is. I think it is. Um, anyway, but it's uh, just this really killer thing. In a way, it's almost like the one I love when I, yeah. when I was talking about that because it's this weird analysis of like family relationships and stuff. And uh, basically, it not going to spoil the movie in any way, but it's basically what happens when you've got this family, uh, they're on vacation at, at going skiing and stuff, and there's an avalanche, there's a huge accident, and you've got the, uh, you know, the husband and the wife and the, and the kids, and the movie starts off pretty much with this accident happening, and the dad, like, kind of hightails it. Right. And leaves his family right. to, to die in the avalanche. Right. Although none of them do. Right. And then everything's fine. And then he has to come and then he comes back. And then what happens? Right. And to that family, like, yeah. And, and and how do people relate to each other now? Yeah. And what happens? And it's so, Sounds awesome. it's so cool. Yeah. And there's so much of it that is, you know, you would think that this is like uh, something that had, if you liked nothing else about the movie, it seems like you just got like a, a, uh, some kind of think tank of all the greatest writers in the world. Right. And they all checked and double checked and went, no, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's like not, this is like 
brilliantly written dialogue right. and 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 it is so so cool. That's anyway, awesome. so that's mine. Well, I think this is where you probably won't like the rest of my list, but you know, you won't hate I it. I didn't but like the first part. That was your that, well, <laughs> this, this is going to be pretty much all across the board. But number 2 for me is pretty easy for me. It was the Lego movie. Oh, wow. You know, okay. I I didn't see I didn't it as that. much, um, but when go. I did see it, it it reminded me in almost every way like not the other Toy Stories, but the first one. I was blown away by how smart, sophisticated, right. and acerbic, and satirical, and perfect it aimed every single it, it's aspect. It's weird, because I thought you were, like, giving me shit about no. the Lego movie being no, on no, my no. list. You I was, were, like, I looking was, at me funny, going, Lego movie. I'm like, what how's it so hell? low on your list when it should be? No, I just, I had a blast with it, and I thought, again, it just, it, it was one of those few things that I kept thinking about all it, year, and not just because, you know, uh, family or, you know, there were young kids and everyone was singing everything is awesome. You know, and in a right. weird way, the only thing I think is really interesting is later in the year when Frozen took over, you know, it was, it's easy to forget that the Lego movie was everywhere, you know, and, and everyone was singing, everything was awesome, all the stuff, and then Frozen and Let It Go took over. Right. And I think people even forgot that the Lego movie came out this year. Right. But it, it was it, weird it, watching It was the weird because uh, Frozen came out last year. Yeah. And still, the Lego movie is right. like struggling it to was challenge yeah. against a movie that came out months ago. Right? I, so. I remember singing "Everything Is Awesome" in some way or another for months. Right. And, you know, and you know another was, another thing that's great about that movie too is as like it needs another thing. Right. Right. Is that it starts off so awesome. Yeah. It starts off yeah. and it's just like. Boom, let's go. Yeah. This is what this movie is. Yep. This is what you're it is just, coming your it, way. It had so many really awesome social angles and just personal things and pop culture things. And in the end, when the story didn't have any hiccups for me, and right. it's hard to complain about direction when it's CGI, but I mean, it just looked fun, was fun, all the stuff, and it was great. I, I didn't have anything to say about it. And right. and as we have been, you mentioned earlier, like that was a film I gave a 10 to. Right. You know, so that's that's on my list. So. Uh, cool. And number one for me is the other film I gave a 10 to. Uh, it's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, and the well, Grand Budapest right. for me was something that I saw uh, kind of early in the that was year. The, that was the third movie that, yeah. we, that we had some disagreement on. Yeah. Although I, you know, I feel like this is horrible because that movie came out a long time ago. Yeah. And I have not really uh, yeah. checked recently or whatever. I feel like I gave that like a seven. Uh, or I can't like remember. That, I can but, look, um, but I think you were a l- maybe you were a little higher, but maybe maybe that was the first because that was early in the year and that was one of the first. It was somewhere on. right around there, yeah. like give it give or take, yeah, whatever. I, that was one again. I I love Wes Anderson and I thought style doesn't always beat substance. I thought it had the substance to match, and yeah. for me, I was on board and I just had so much fun watching it with no idea what was going to happen anywhere because when I thought I knew what was happening, he threw me a curve and ran with it, and I'm like, God, that makes sense. That's so right. weird, so fun. It it was, it was really a fun, and uh, it's it a, a really blast. good movie. Um, number one. What's for, your number one? Exactly. Number one is the only movie that yeah. y- you don't know what my number one is still. I'm write down. <laughs> my, my my number one yeah. is the Imitation Game. Yeah. Because uh, that's cool. even I got though to argue that. even though I had some slight problems with it, um, and I still stand by the fact, even though I'm making it my number one movie, that uh, I just would have liked somebody else instead of Karen instead Knightley. of Karen Knightley. She's still really good. Yeah, doesn't I mean, matter. She yeah. she really is still very good, but I do feel like uh, 
somebody else in that role could have really turned it up a little bit more. Right. And, you know, whatever. So it's still, it's still yeah. – it couldn't have been that much of a problem right. if I'm uh, saying it's the number one movie. Yeah. But the thing for uh, with me for that movie that it's all the way at the top is that it has so many things going on and weaves them all together so well. Yeah. And the – truly brilliant part about it is that it never feels like it has to start uh, preaching at you about anything. Yeah. Right. It, you know, so we get a certain point before we start talking about the fact that he's gay. Right. And we just, you know, it's like he has brown hair. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a thing about him and yeah. there it is. And this is how it affects his life. Or, you know, he's got like a, some, you know, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing about what being gay compares to. Oh, here we go. You, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's just like we never have to start into this whole other part where we're going to talk. You know, we have to start preaching about, you know, gay rights and stuff. It's yeah. just that he was gay. This right. is what happened. Here it is. And uh, even when we have parts like uh, when the, you know, the the one guy's brother is on the uh, on the boat yeah. that we can't save, right? We just let that happen, and it's emotional enough of yeah. a thing, just on its own. We yeah. don't have to go spinning down some, you know, rabbit hole right. of right. whatever, of right? And and it just gets everything into everything. Yeah. And you know, I uh, that's a movie that I will probably watch. Yeah. You know, it's it's not really a watch it again movie. In it, a way, it's got right? scenes I would I would see will, up right away. But I will still watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, a lot. If if I had someone, if I had someone, you know, I I feel like in a way, you know, any number of these top three or four of mine can switch around. But if I had someone come over and we were talking about something, and I had the Blu-ray and I threw it in, I would fire up three or four scenes and just watch those. Right. I might not watch the whole film, but I would the, easily do these scenes right now over and over. But again. at at the same time, speaking of that, trying to think about all the movies that I loved and yeah. and the movies that are at the top, you know, um, if somebody came over and said, so show me a movie that's like uh, really impressive filmmaking. Right. I would go, well, here, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. it's just everything works so well and everything is put together in such a weird way. And Cumberbatch is really He's good. Yeah. He's really, really good. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. I guess that, uh, that covers it. We've gone over our that's time anyway, but, um, so take I don't know. three. So a, a nicely different, <laughs> <laughs> a nicely different uh, list. And there are some overlapping things. You know, I'm at I'm yeah. at two. You're at seven. I'm at one. You know, I'm at three. You're at one. These things. Right. You know, that that's good. But there and were... uh, and hopefully different from everyone else's yeah. list. I right? think so because I'll tell you, I was I was looking at people's lists over the yeah. last like week or so. Everyone's obviously coming out with their right. list and everything. And uh, I'll be damned if they just aren't all the same. Pretty much freaking list, you know. Right? Except for uh, a lot of people have um, what is the name of that movie? The uh, Goddard movie, The End of Language, The Death of Language. Oh yeah, it, Death. Something no, like that. Um, I don't know. I can't remember, but I haven't seen it. But yeah. it's on a lot of people's list. But uh, so that's obviously. And I'll be curious. You know, I'm not going to amend my list at all. But I'll be curious, and I'll know. You know, in a couple months. Um, with a little bit of hindsight, because I'm going to see a lot of the films that you you've got on your right. list that I haven't seen right. yet, and it would be maybe good for the show that I didn't see them because man, our list would just maybe be the same. Maybe you know. Or, I'm looking forward or to Force you Majeure. Would, you would at least hard. You, you know, would at so least those, be able to go. 
You're, right. you're crazy. Idiot, right? Yeah, what are you talking about? So, um, anyway. It'll be funny when you watch We Are the Best and go, what, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we did this fast and we're going to get off pretty quick here anyway, but I always know that our worst list takes longer because, man, we still got gripes to air. You know, ah, maybe. Those I things are I fun. Don't know. But, maybe. Anyway. but uh, next week we will most likely cover Selma, at least yep. to some degree or another. Yeah. And then – I. I don't know what else comes out. And then we're doing the worst list. Next week. And then so. I'm not sure if something else comes out. I can't remember. We'll need to see. If not, maybe we'll catch The Hobbit or something. Yeah. <laughs> or something. So I still that am we can asked throw by that. that you know what's funny? Real quick, I'm still asked if we're going to do it. And it's mostly by the same you know, heckle, you know, heckling crowd. But I think they want us to endure the same pain that they have felt. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Who can I don't tell? Know. Anyway. anyway um, so... That's our go. list, and yeah. we're sticking to best. it. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And share us, subscribe, all that great stuff. Yeah. And we will uh, see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.